1: Live.
2: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Beer and Money here on the PWP Nation Network. You can check out PWPNation.com for loads of great articles, news, editorials. You can check out uh, PWP Nation on Facebook at PWPFacebook.com/PWPNation, and of course at PWP Nation on Twitter. I am your host, John JCD Demicelli, and I could be found at JCD1219NY. On Twitter, and Chris is already on. Chris, hey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, All right. how's everything today?
0: Oh well, everything's going good. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just getting ready for uh, E3. You know, the big gaming Ex- expo. Uh, things are a lot more interesting during the summer. All the P uh, C shows are coming to us and soon. You know, Flash is ending. Arrow's ending, Supergirl's ending. I believe they uh, announced Black Lightning as a new show, which would be on the, the CW. I believe they said it's not going to be part of the Arrowverse, so that's cool. Um, seeing some positive reviews for Wonder Woman, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, see, see, uh, what's going? On? Probably the biggest what the fuck that's going on right now. And uh, this is just me. Uh, I feel that uh, I don't know if it's just bad timing or if it's just, I don't know what's going on, but I feel like the advertising for the new Pirates movie is really kind of, eh, for Pirates. Yes. Um. And my mom says uh, she thinks that things have changed because uh, it's been a while since we've seen a Pirates movie, and since Pirates, uh, since its absence, uh, Disney has absorbed Marvel Studios and it's absorbed Star Wars, so it's like Disney when there's when there's something new Marvel related, they go all out. And when there's something new Star Wars related, whether it's a movie or if it's one of their new you know shows on Disney XD, they go all out. But it's kind of gotten to the point where a lot of the original Disney properties is kind of like lost in the shuffle. Uh, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean is one of their bigger franchises. I really liked it in the early 2000s, like when I was in high school, college. Uh, like many people, I wasn't too crazy about the fourth one. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. Uh, I don't know too much about the new one. I know that Will and Elizabeth are back, and from the trailers I've seen, it looks really good. But uh, I know my mom. She told me that um. She thinks that it's just kind of gotten lost in the shuffle because, you know, Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2 just recently came out. Uh, you know, Wonder Woman's coming out. So, you know, this is a bad time. You know, school's getting out. People are graduating. We're kind of like in that moment where we're kind of entering summer, but it's still sort of spring. Uh, I hope it does well. Um, I remember when I saw the fourth movie, I saw it with uh, my girlfriend and my brother. And I remember we were very excited, we were very interested and very hyped. And I remember when we left the theater, everybody in the theater had, like, the exact same word. We were kind of like, "Eh, they could have kept that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, where it's it's not bad, but it's not good either. Like, eh, you know, you know. So, But other than that, yeah, I mean, I'm doing good. Uh, Other than, uh, you know, the uh, E3 and, um, and, uh, you know, the... Marvel comic stuff. I've just been catching up with uh, the uh, Best of the Super Junior tournament. I'll get into that a little bit later and uh, kind of relate that to the cruiserweight division and, and maybe a little, not necessarily a big rant but I'll, I'll get into that later. But uh, how are you been though? How how are things are going? Actually, okay. I, haven't, I haven't asked about your health in a while. How how are things going in that area? Coming
1: along,
2: coming along. You know, um, you know, every every day's you know progress. So it, it's coming along good. You know. Uh, it's it's more about the baby. You know, the baby's going to be here the second week of August, so you know, that's where all the focus is. But no, I'm 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 recovering pretty good, you know. So, but thank you for asking. You know, no, no uh,
0: problem. I still haven't forgotten.
2: Do you have I, you never
0: did go to the Takeover or or a Brooklyn show? Did you? You never did go, right? I didn't go to
2: Takeover. I went to Raw the night after SummerSlam last year. Mhm. But I didn't I didn't go to take over. it was, it was just one of those things where I could only do one, and I was just trying to decide, because you know what it is too, my mom and my sister's birthdays are three days apart, and what happened last year was, the weekend of SummerSlam and NXT, one of those days we were doing something for them, so I was like, alright, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it was way last minute, and plus I think, if I remember right, I think SummerSlam's ticket prices went through the roof, um. So, I didn't go, but I went to I went to Raw. I went to Raw the night Ballard gave up the title and Bailey debuted, and it it wasn't a bad show. Um, With the baby coming the second week of August, I'm not going to be able to do anything this year. There's just no way. So, you know, but I'll 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 get I'll get there. They'll bring one. Even though this is probably the last year for SummerSlam in Brooklyn, the the Barclay they draw very well there. So you'll Mm. see another big four weekend there sooner rather than later.
0: So, like, uh, do you – I've always wanted to ask this because this is one of those things where, you know, you just got to take advantage of it. You know, so you're one of the few married friends I have. So uh, you and your wife, like, did you guys plan this out, like, how many kids you want, or is it just kind of one of those things where you just wing it?
1: No,
2: you know what it was? We we had We had some difficulties, and <laughs> when, you know, my son was born – we always took the mindset of, you know what, if it ends up just being the three of us, that's okay. Everything we went through, uh, you know, as much as it sucked and as heartbreaking as it was, you know what, to get to my son, it was worth it. Uh, You know, I I know that doesn't sound 100% the right way, but there really is like a positive thing on that. I know it doesn't sound that. Um, Fuck it, you know what, I'll get... I can get personal for a minute. Uh, we had we we experienced three miscarriages before my son was born, one of which was twin girls at about five and a half months, um, and my wife actually had to deliver them um, because there was um, an infection and heaven forbid something would have happened. It could have been a septic issue and stuff like that. So we had a lot a lot of issues. That's why, I I know, I've said this in the past, there was always something that I always understood what Kong went through um, with her situation, and that was actually a way, not trying to be morbid or whatever, but I was actually able to use that at times to form a bond a handful of times that I had spoken to her on Facebook or privately on, you know, on Twitter was, you know, you know, we've we've all been, you know, we've been there, this and that. Uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, my son, my son just turned four, and then right around last year, I, I I have a sister, my wife has a sister, so we both were like, you know, he doesn't really have anyone because... A lot of his friends are in his daycare, which is in Staten Island. I live in Brooklyn. To put that in perspective, you got to go over a bridge and pay a toll. Um, my our niece is seven, so she's she's good with him, but she's gonna get to that point where like all teenagers do, where like oh go away, oh you're so annoying. So he really didn't have anybody. A lot of my family's upstate New York. My wife's got family in Pennsylvania and Jersey. So we were like, all right, you know what, let's try. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. We'll give it to the holidays. Okay. And lo and behold, a couple of days before my birthday, my wife finds out she's pregnant. Here we are 27 plus weeks later. And, you know, but this, both of us being 40, we're both going to be 41 this year. This this is it.
0: (laughs) There won't be That's awesome, man.
2: Yeah,
0: no, that'll
1: awesome. be a new day. <laughs> hmm. no, there's,
0: there's nothing wrong with uh, you know getting personal. Every now and then, it's easy to forget that uh you know people that talk wrestling like you know we're people too. So yeah. that's cool. Me uh, personally, I've always wanted to like uh, you know I don't have any kids, but in my mind, if I did have kids, the idea that I would always have. Tell me if this makes sense. I know, like I'm silly and I'm sarcastic, but actually, when it comes to family. Um, i'm actually quite conservative um i would probably like in my perfect family it would be me a wife of course probably like a a son a daughter like a dog and a cat and if i had two kids i would probably make sure there's like maybe a three-year age gap so like if one kid was four like yours then i would Mm -hmm. probably say okay let's have another one that way like when they go in school there'll be, like, an older brother, other sister kind of thing. So, like, yep. if one of them is, like, in fifth grade, then the other one will be, like, in ninth grade or something. So so it's like the older brother can help the younger one ever yeah. get ready. That's sort of like I, – I would want, like, the Wonder Years sort of life.
1: No, that's I not know. crazy
2: at all. That's not crazy at all because, I'll be honest with you, me and my sister are four and a half years apart. So mm. we did exactly what you just said. I was in maybe fourth grade, fifth grade, I don't know, whatever, and my sister was in kindergarten, first grade, and – for about three three years, four years, we were in the same school together. Then I went to high school. I graduated when she became a freshman, but she went to the same high school I did. So even though I wasn't there, I was able to give her the ins and outs, you know, of the school, you know, to say, okay, listen, this works, this doesn't, you know, this teacher, that teacher, you know, all that stuff. So, no, you, you're right on, you know, there's nothing wrong with what you say, but I'll, I'll tell you, Chris – it's when when you're actually in it. At the end of the day, you just want everybody to be healthy.
1: Of course, mm-hmm. you
2: know, like I, I like I always wanted a boy, and when my sister had a girl, I used to joke around and be like, "Yes, that means I'm gonna have a boy." But once I went through everything, it was that I went through. My whole mentality, even with this with with this baby on the way. Oh, what do you want? What do you want? What do you prefer? I don't care. You know, I just want a healthy baby. I want my wife to get through the delivery fine. I, I don't care. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, that's
1: yeah. You know.
2: So, um, yeah. August is going to be very interesting. So, but okay. On more positive news, I guess we. You know. Um, I don't know if you saw. Did you see the Triple H conference call highlights? Uh, yeah, I've seen. Ciampa, yeah, I've seen some
0: highlights. Not the full thing, but yeah, highlights of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: His champa comments
1: mm-hmm.
2: that he's fine and the match is a go for now. Um, I'm willing to bet you. Let me know what you think of this. There might be like an unofficial walkthrough tomorrow, and if he can get through the walkthrough,
1: yeah, okay,
2: we'll I be actually, go. That's just me thinking that. I haven't heard that. I mean, do you think, the for, I don't know, the for now sticks out to me for some reason. Am, am I crazy? Yeah,
0: since you brought that up, uh, I guess now a good time to talk about it. I've actually been in private discussions with Jay, and, um, you know, I've been sitting on the sidelines for a while now. When I first joined PWP, uh, I was writing articles and blogs, but um, I won't lie, you know, you were just talking personal a little bit. Uh, Aaron, Aaron does this sometimes, too. Sometimes I have, like, motivation issues. I only write when I'm motivated. And it's really hard to find motivation if the product is kind of dull. And that's kind of, like, why I envy guys like J.R., because J.R. just has, like, the unique ability of making anything sound exciting. He can make you, you know, go into Walmart buying a carton of milk exciting, you know. So what I did with Jay is, uh, you know, we just – you know, talking about different ideas, and uh, Jay brought it to my attention that you know, I watch different companies and that I know different people, like in the business on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. You know how it is—you log on Facebook, you're scrolling through, and you know, you just see someone post something. And uh, he told me that I would be like a good correspondent. You know, like you know, like when you're watching the news and there's like a story that's breaking and it's like already on the scene is so and so. You know, you know, like that's, that's me sort of. So I have different types of people in the business that I know. So I told Jay privately that I was going to try to be like a a PWP uh, correspondent. So I'm not going to be writing stuff unless there's just something I feel really, really passionate about. And I will write one article before the year is over. But um, I'm going to be really, I'm going to be, uh, it's coming, it's coming. It's going to be random. It's going to be no build. Like, I see some folks, I pay, I'm pay, i a lurker. I'm like Batman. I see folks posting in the uh, in the private group about, oh, I'm going to write this, I'm going to write that. When I do my article, it's going to be totally random. People are going to think it's a rib or, like, really? Like, it's going to be no warning. JCD is going to know because I just said it right now. Yeah. But no one else is going to know. But, yeah, so last night there was, like, an NXT Uh, live event and i actually had a source that was there i have a good friend of mine that was there he had really good seats and i sent the pictures to the uh two pictures the first picture wasn't very good the second picture was good he was actually sitting in the front row and uh champa did uh, a senton off the top rope uh the flying senton so at first it was misconfused that he did a perhaps a suicide dive or a springboard but no it was it was a senton Uh, according to my friend who was there who had a good seat Uh, He landed wrong, and uh, when he was in the process of landing, uh, his ankle sort of got twisted. Um, He sprained his ankle, and uh, he was limping very heavily to the back. They actually had to stop the match. The referee had to X signal. Um, I've had a sprained ankle before. Really, when when you get a really bad sprained ankle, it means one of two things. Like, you can walk it off within, like, maybe two to three days, or like you broke something, one or the other. Um, personally just based off what my friend said and the fact that they stopped the match because that's not a good sign because there's, there's people that get hurt and they finish. Tomasa couldn't finish the match. That's not a good sign to me.
2: I've heard some people, not to cut you off, and but I've heard some people already start to say that maybe if TakeOver wasn't Saturday, they wouldn't have stopped it. What yes. If okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So, if it was you know, like on
0: a Sunday... If it was on a Sunday or or, or like if it, if it, you're right, you was a random the takeover Right, right, right. And of course, there's other fans that are that are saying that perhaps there shouldn't really, really. You can throw the blame two ways. You could say that so close to a takeover, you shouldn't be doing a crazy move, which is true. But on the other end of it, you have other fans that say, well, if you're going to have these guys advertise for a takeover should they even be working at all? You should be keeping them safe. You know, because when a, when a Rock or a Brock Lesnar or someone like that shows up, they're not being physical because Vince doesn't want to risk oh, them getting even hurt. That. I,
2: I, I think, and I know the takeovers now change that, but mm-hmm. I think mm, as, more so with a big four, not, not some right. of the pay-per-views. I don't think they run sat Friday, Saturday, the main roster. I think they do TV, mm-hmm. and then I think they, they – that's it. I don't yeah. think they run the main, the, the main guys. Yeah, this, and, and one's definitely,
0: this one's definitely weird. Uh, they're doing like a, a takeover attached to, a, a, you know, a B show. And
2: this is all Backlash. about <laughs> venue. That's what this yeah.
1: is. This is mm-hmm. not a
2: big four show. This is, ooh, let's see what Chicago thinks of NXT. That's what yeah. this is. Because if Backlash was in fucking Tupelo, Mississippi, you could bet your ass there would be no takeover sat- tomorrow night.
0: Yeah, 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 that's what this is. Uh, I He's probably, he's, Tom, I'm, uh, Tommaso's tough, you know, I've, I've followed him for a while, he's tough. If it was up to him, I'm sure he would go and work it anyway. I'm sure he's worked through worse injuries, but, you know, once you're in WWE, you know, you're in WWE for life until they let you go, and, you know, those yeah. doctors are not as lenient as uh you know, ones in Ring of Honor or, or Impact or any other place. They take stuff like that more seriously. So, you know, they're going to give you the you know the physical, the x-ray and all that. And if those doctors feel that you're not capable of performing, that's it. You know, Diane Bryan's told the story about, you know, how they stopped the match and how he got in Triple H's face and how he's worked through way worse injuries and stuff. Uh, probably the biggest example of this, I remember to this day, like, random match. There was a really... Really good match CM Punk had with uh, Rey Mysterio. It was like the pay-per-view after Mania 26. I don't know if it was Extreme Rules or something. I forgot yeah. what sh- yeah. 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 Wasn't that the uh,
2: mask versus the hair?
0: Yeah, it was the mask versus the hair. Right. And I remember Punk got busted really good. He got busted really good. And they kept stopping the match. And you could see Punk looked so fucking annoyed. He looked oh, so annoyed.
2: Go, go to Joe Balor last year in Dallas. Yeah.
0: That was another one. That was another one. You could tell like they just wanted to keep going. But it's WWE. Another one was a a really good underrated ladder match, uh, Christian and Shelton. I I think it was TLC 09 where Christian got cut and they kept stopping. You could see Christian was annoyed. You could see Shelton was annoyed. But, you know, that's the WWE machine. You know, those doctors, you know, they take their job seriously. That's cool. So uh, my gut tells me that Tommaso's probably not going to get cleared um, I, I think he could work. I think he could. You know, but I think what's not going to do him any favors, though. Like, if it's one, it's one thing if it was a tag match. But unfortunately, this is match. it's a ladder. You know, and that's going to involve spots where you're going to be on top of a ladder and you're going to fall, which could make his injury even worse. So yeah. because of that, I just I don't see him being cleared. It's unfortunate, but. I don't, I don't see it. You know, maybe, maybe they'll, maybe, maybe Triple H can contact Mr. Miyagi. and Mr. Miyagi can do some demon magic and heal Tamasa. I don't know, but it's not looking good. So,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. If it was a regular tag match, and you could have Gargano work most of it, you know, yeah. or it's something where you could tell a story early in that match, where they take out Ciampa's leg, and then Ciampa just kind of you know, is there the entire time and, you know, um, Gargano works the, the rest of it. You could do that. Uh, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine today who said, the problem with this is if this was going to be your crowning moment with Ciampa and Gargano, you could have told an amazing story of Gargano taking them on by the, by himself. Like they mm-hmm. take out Gargano, uh, Ciampa mid-match and, you know, Gargano's just fighting him off. And, and, you know, you could do a crazy ladder spot where maybe Gargano knocks both of them off the ladders and takes the title. He's, he said, but he's like, but the problem is, this is probably the end for Gargano and Ciampa. So, you know, how, you, you can't even do that, you know?
0: What sucks the most about this, it's one of those things that I didn't really realize until uh, Nate brought it up to me yesterday, is uh, uh, Tommaso and Gargano they're actually, when you really think about it, they're actually the MVP of TakeOver because they're the most consistent thing every yeah. TakeOver, every TakeOver match they're in, regardless of the card, look good on paper, regardless if there was hype, because, you know, there's no denying that.
2: And the, before the buzz... anybody says the Revival, just remember the re- there was one Gargano-Ciampa of Pain match that did not have the Revival in it, and that match was the match tonight. I think that, that was San Antonio, right?
0: Mhm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're the most consistent thing. You know, they're kind of like the uh, the MVPs of the takeover. So that yeah. kind of ends this streak. <laughs> so um, you know, I, I don't I don't really know what they're going to do. If only this is going to be, the thing about it is like I I totally forgot it was a ladder match until yesterday. So when I first That's heard about the, hitter, the injury,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. When I when I first heard about the injury, I was like, you know, they'll probably work through it. But then I remember it was a ladder match. I was like,
2: That's yeah. Also, to be honest with you, too this is probably the match for the breakup because someone came out and said they filmed, they recorded music for Gargano. Yeah, um,
1: so, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you
2: know, if Gargano's mm-hmm. getting new music, you know, you would tend to think this is it for mm-hmm. them. So how are you going to have Champa limping around, kicking the shit out of Gargano post-match?
0: Yeah, it, it, it could mean a lot of things. Uh, sometimes stuff just gets in developmental hell. I remember, like, almost a year ago, Seth Rollins was teasing on Twitter that he was going to get new music and nothing ever came of that. So, I don't know what that's about. Yeah. But
2: yeah, someone um, recorded was it Downstreet? Yeah, someone said they were recording new music for Rollins.
0: Mhm. And then nothing ever came of that. I remember one yeah. time Randy Orton said in an interview that uh theme music is inconsistent. Um I forgot who he was talking to. He said something about, like, generally... I know AJ Styles, he recently did an interview about it, too, where AJ's comments and Orton's comments add up. They both basically said that, like, when you're hurt or, like, if you're injured or if your character has been off TV or, like, if you're going to get some type of character change, they both said the first thing they do is they say, what do you want your music to be? Like, what kind of genre are you looking for? They, You know, and Orton says it can be as intimate depending on the worker so like generally speaking like according to what orton said if you want you can actually go to the studio and sit down with them and figure it out but according to what aj said because of their busy schedules most of the superstars don't have time for that unless they're hurt you know so in general what it's really like is uh, give me something with a hip-hop beat or give me something with a rock beat or like that's generally how it is like most times most superstars would they'll be given an idea of what their music is, but they're actually hearing it the first time, like at a live event or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. But the Gargano thing, you know, that's, that has some credibility to it, you know, uh, that he's getting new music stuff. Uh, I'm seeing some people uh, try to turn a positive into it. As, as unfortunate as it sounds, you were talking about the uh, Ember Moon thing a few weeks ago. Uh, pro wrestling is probably like the only industry – where almost any kind of injury, you can find a positive out of it, unless it's, like, some type of career-ending stuff, like what's going on with Shibata. There's no positive out of that. But uh, wrestling is one of the few places where you can find, like, uh, some solace into it. Uh, I'm seeing some folks, uh, I'm seeing, like, two different scenarios. The first scenario I'm seeing is, is that uh, Gargana recruits a new partner, uh, because in storyline, you know, since they're heels, you know, artists with painter heels, you know, you could have them be like, well, we were contracted to have a tag match, and, you know, they know Gargano's one guy down. So yeah, we'll defend our titles, we'll defend our titles, and so I'm seeing fans say that Gargano should find someone else and you know, I'm seeing fans say, Well, you know, Hero's not doing anything tonight or Roddy well, actually I think Roddy's working uh EY. Eric, I can't you know. use Roddy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'm just using Hero as an example. So some fans like, you know, use Hero or use someone we haven't seen before, like uh Adam Cole or a Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, Cole's you O'Reilly. Yeah, Cole's not gonna be we'll, there. I'm we'll, get that. we'll get into yeah, 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 yeah. In-depth
2: in a little bit. And, yeah, yeah,
0: um, the- 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 theoretically here. Yeah, no, but I, I, you- saw,
2: I saw that today, too. Oh, Adam Cole, Adam Cole. They're not going to debut
0: Cole like that. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not going to debut him like that at all. So, But probably the thing that that you could do, though, to add some positives to it, though, is if you're going to have Gargano attempt to uh, – if you're gonna have him, if you're gonna attempt to have Gargano like try to like win the belts by himself, what you could do, if you want to turn this negative into a positive, you could have Regal, you know, talk to Gargano or someone of a higher power talk to Gargano and be like, look, you have your contracted rematch, but your tag team partner is not here, so you can take this match by yourself or you can wait until a different time or whatever. So. The story you could tell is you could have Gargano be like a fighting champion and be like, I'm going to take the match, whatever. And then what you could do afterwards, you know, once he loses or whatever, you mm-hmm. could then have Champa come back later and be like, you know, you're supposed to be my brother. You should have waited, you know, like yeah. I could have healed you up or whatever.
1: Up. Yeah. You, know,
0: you know, that's what they're doing in Impact right now because that's kind of like the story with uh, Eddie Edwards and Baby yep. Richards, you know, because, you know, baby got, got hurt. And, you know, instead of Eddie just waiting, Eddie just kind of did his own thing, won the X title, won the world title. He just kind of moved on, so the Davey came back and was like, what the fuck, dude, and now they're feuding. So you could, you could easily do that. You could have Gargano be like, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight because it's what Tommaso would have wanted, and Tommaso would have been like, "You never really knew me at all. Like, yeah. if you got hurt, I would have waited. And then you can do the turn later. That's probably the best yeah, positive you can do out one, of it. The
2: only good thing out of all this is, They've got a shitload of time before Brooklyn. You know, they, they've got a shitload of time. They'll, you know, they're, they're going to tape for the – they'll end up taping for TV this Wednesday, this Wednesday. They'll be back in Orlando, and they'll probably tape three episodes. I will get them into mid-June. You'll probably have two more tapings before Brooklyn. So you've got tons of time to get this done because that match needs to happen in Brooklyn. That that is a match made for that show, for that crowd. Gargano and Champa with the story and the heat that it probably will have behind it. That is the match.
1: Mhm,
0: mhm. So, uh, not really much else is uh, going on of note as far as uh, any real serious uh, injuries. No, just, Everybody it's else been a, is
2: okay. Well, hang on. It, it, the other big injury thing, which thank God for this is Strowman. Um, oh, yeah,
0: Strowman Yeah, You know,
2: there's the, you know, the elbow surgery, and oh, it was much worse than the doctors expected, and he can be out up to six months. Gotta love that WWE way of wording things. And according to Meltzer, it's barely going to be six weeks.
1: Okay. That's
2: good. You know, That's- um, and Braun is going to main event SummerSlam against Brock.
1: Okay.
0: Well, I guess I'll have to wait a little bit longer for uh, for Joe Lesnar. That was my prediction when the year first started, but that was before we knew how the Braun thing would go. I mean, it was going nicely, but it was, hadn't gotten to that point yet.
2: Here's the problem with Braun. I mean, not with Braun, with, with Brock. He's wrestling at – I have a hard time saying this pay-per-view name because I refuse to believe it's real – <laughs> Great balls of fire. Okay, that's July. He's he's wrestling whoever wins that fatal five way. Then he's wrestling Braun at SummerSlam. I don't want him to wrestle Joe as part of the build up to WrestleMania, just to wrestle Joe. If that makes any sense.
1: But
0: the the idea that I always thought is I always thought that Joe would have fought him at a mania or at a summer Slam. I always
2: thought Joe should be the guy that sends him off.
0: Yeah. He you definitely Unless should be he the of And that's the three, a
2: possibility, too. Of
0: the, have... of, the, of, the, of the three established talents from the Ruthless Aggression, like maybe not so much Cena, but at this point, like especially, especially a Randy Orton or a Brock Lesnar, like if you really want to kill off. One of those two guys, it should be Joe, because he could. That's that's totally Joe. I could see Joe
2: just doing that. you know, this isn't three years ago when UFC was hot on his tail. UFC is off the table for Brock, so odds are Brock is going to resign. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's that's the only thing here, and it's like we talked about it the other day. The problem with Brock is. Just nobody's got the balls to ask him. Yeah. You know, nobody's got the balls. You know, so, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, so, yeah, so good news on the Strowman front. Even if it doesn't pan out for tomorrow night, at least it's good news on the Champa front. Uh, that's it as far as the big injuries go, right?
0: Yeah, there's no other notable injuries going on yeah. right now in any other company. Yeah,
2: Newsweek, although I don't even have the heart to get into it. But apparently there's another Rebbe Hardy uh, Impact Wrestling uh, confrontation on Twitter right now. Literally, like, right now. She needs to and just
1: stop. <laughs> such,
2: such, yeah, but you know what? They must know how short-tempered she is because man tell started this shit today. I saw the timeline <laughs> of it.
1: Yeah. That
2: started it.
0: <laughs> I saw uh I saw that tweet a few weeks ago where uh Karen said shut the fuck up but <laughs> did not directly say that's yeah. so high school. Oh my gosh. Jeez.
2: Yeah, but is uh, so wrong here. They really are. They need to just just stop. Just
0: I mean since JB's cool with it then to me uh, JB's the only here's one the problem there but with
2: JB and, and I agree Borash probably isn't going to make this into a me 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 issue he hasn't but you know they brought Borash to handle like the filming of it and this and that but if there was no idea what is Borash going to film and edit you, you, you know what I'm saying like Mm-hmm. That's the problem with dragging Borash into this. Is yes, he was a big part of the presentation of it, but if there's no idea, what is there for you to present?
0: Well, I just feel since J B is clearly cool with the Hardys yeah. leaving, then I just I would just be like, Well oh, I right then they
2: tried to get him to go with them.
0: Right, right. That, and to me that that was a class move on their part. You yeah. know, and, and the fact that J B respectfully declined and said, I appreciate it, but I'm gonna stay here if I'm impact, then I'm looking at that because and I'm like, Okay, you know He's got he, like he's... a main
2: event storyline going on right now.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, so but you know, it's it's petty on all it's it's petty on all parts. It's petty on, on impact's part, but it's also petty on Rebbe's part too, because she should just be the mature person and like so when people are trying to start shit on Twitter like just be the mature person and just mm-hmm. like don't say anything, if don't believe, let it go.
2: If, if you created something and you want to use it, you should be able to. I don't mm. disagree with Matt. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> mm.
2: So, all right, so we got that. Uh, I know you probably love this. And I'm going to be honest with you, so did I. But how great is Marty Scroll going to be in the Bullet Club?
0: Oh, Marty's great, you know. Uh,
1: did you fi- see
2: the Being the Elite Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. where it I shows
2: see- this all kind of building? Hmm. Did, did you see the recap? Yeah, what yeah, did? I saw
1: that. Oh,
0: how
2: <laughs> great was that?
0: That was great. Uh, Marty, Marty's great. I've finally been able to do some catching up. I've, I've done some catching up on, uh, on Ring of Honor, and I, I caught up on, on that, and I'm transitioning into – looking at the best of the Super Juniors and seeing what's going on over there. And I'll link this up with uh, the Cruiserweight Division 205 Live. So uh, Marty Marty's quietly been amassing himself quite a resume. The first time I saw him was last year. Uh, towards the very end of the year. It was like December 30th. And I was just looking for something to kill time. I was waiting for a New Year's party. And I looked at the PWG... Uh, Battle of Los Angeles, that tournament they do at the end of the year. And in the first match, it was Pentagon Jr. against this guy named Marty. Now, obviously, since I watched Lucha Underground, I knew who Pentagon was, but I didn't know who Marty was. So the fans certainly loved Marty. And when I first saw him, I was like, oh, who is this guy? And you know his look was weird, his style was weird, his promo was weird. But after watching his match, I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, so I was like, oh, I'll see this guy again soon. And next thing I know, he's the television champion of Ring of Honor. I'm like, oh, so wow, that okay. That weird
2: and... string of title changes.
0: You're right. It was a weird string. It was like it was like they were, they did the fish,
2: fish strong thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they did the fish then, strong thing, and then Fish lost it to Ishii. And then Fish got it back from Ishii, and then Fish lost it
1: to Olspray. Will
0: Ospreay, and then Ospreay lost it to Marty. Yep. And, right, and so that so what happened somewhere? It was very quiet. It didn't get much traction. Somewhere like in the halfway to late portion of 2016, uh, Ring of Honor like they they basically kind of privately sort of signed Will Ospreay and they signed Bobby Fish uh, to, like, a short-term deal, and then they signed uh, Marty. But these dudes are also working like other indies. Uh, Ring of I don't know what's going on with Ring of Honor internally because Matt Seidel was working at the uh, Global Wars, but I know he's he's on Impact getting a push, too. So I'm like, hmm, okay. Uh, what's, what's probably the most interesting was in the build-up to the Daniels-Lethal Cody match, Cody said in a promo where he was like, imagine if someone who's not even a full-time Ring of Honor wrestler wins the title. I'm like, what? Like, I can't believe they even allowed Cody to say something like that. Like, Ring of Honor has usually been very kind of hush-hush on contract status. Yeah, Co-
2: Cody, the thing with Cody is, and Cody's doing a good job of this, it's impossible to ignore the fact that he is everywhere. Yeah. You know, I mean, all right, you want to pretend that, you know, whatever, you know, Matt Taven's not working, you know, this company next Friday, you could do that if you're Ring of Honor.
1: Mm -hmm. But
2: it's kind of hard to, you know, keep someone like Cody quiet. Yeah. In the sense Mm -hmm. of where else he is. You know, that's kind of hard, especially when part of the thing with his release, you know, was the whole thing with the, the list. You know? Right, of course. So mm-hmm. it's kind, of, yeah. He's kind of hard to ignore. You mm-hmm. know, I'm a little surprised, and it kind of happened low key. And we talked about this before, it. Seems like he's done with TNA though.
1: Yeah,
0: I believe so. Um, he did this. He did the last thing he did was the thing with Moose, and then after that, he's been gone since then. So um, I don't. I don't believe the. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't believe the Impact thing is very serious. Uh, I don't mean this in disrespect to Impact. Um, He's in the Bullet Club, and really the Bullet Club, they pretty much have influence everywhere except two places. They have, like, no influence on Impact, and they seem to stay away from the Mexican area, like Lucha, AAA, like that whole area. And as it turns out, you know, Impact or TNA – they seem to have a lot of negotiations going on with a lot of those Mexican promotions like Crash. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a coincidence or something. I don't know what that's about. Um, You know, it it could just be a coincidence. But since Cody's in a bullet club and because of Ring of Honor's relationship with New Japan, if I'm Cody, I'm picking Ring of Honor just because it's going to get me more venues, more business, like, you know, like at least with Ring of Honor, and I mean this in a respectful term because I'm not trying to, like, Trash TNA. What Impact is doing, like, they're in the process of setting it up. Like, they're still negotiating. Like, I read something earlier that they're actually going to be doing some, like, tapings in India, which is great for them. Like, actual shows, Impact shows in India, which is great, you know, because I always love it when TNA leaves elsewhere and yeah, they the, film the, elsewhere. The
2: problem with that is, drawing internationally was never a problem with them. Yeah. And it was never a problem for them. So in that sense, you don't have to worry about that aspect of your business. Yeah, it'd be nice to go back because you haven't gone back in like two years. But mm-hmm. to sit there, I'm not saying you, but to sit right. there and, and, and beat your chest on the fact that, oh, we're going to India and we're taping in India and we're doing this. Dude, you were huge there already.
1: Yeah, yeah. You were huge there already. You need
2: to fix here. You mm. need to fix
1: here.
0: What I'm waiting you know? for them to do is uh, I'm waiting to see what they're going to do with uh, – this, uh, I'm, I'm waiting to see what they're going to do with Pro Wrestling Noah, and I'm waiting to see if they're going to have like some type of integration. Because like, I've been hearing whispers, they're trying to do something like a World X Cup. And to their credit, I will give them this, despite all the crazy stuff that's going on. I haven't checked out too much of their stuff, but whenever I do check out their X Division stuff, I will give them this. Their X Division is looking good.
1: Their they're X trying. X division is, yeah, they're they are trying. Yeah, they're
2: trying They're just trying they with that division.
1: They, yeah, gave that, they
2: gave them the main event slot last night.
1: Mm-hmm, hmm yeah, they are. They,
2: they're trying, they, you know. I, I believe Ricochet
1: Anything he, yeah, else, will, but
2: they are doing, they're trying to get back to that, and, and mm. that's fine, but...
0: I think Ricochet even tweeted about the match last night, which was, you know, cool.
1: Um,
2: the problem uh, with TNA, too, to be honest with you, is of all the guys and girls they got rid of, probably 85 to 90% of the guys they got rid of are the ones that would be going out on the road for them,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: you know, like Bennett yeah. would work the shows, Galloway would work shows, um Jade would have worked shows, you know marty Marty Bell would have worked shows, a lot of people like that, and you know, I don't know, is del Real Rio really going to you know, yeah, I got you, Knoxville, Tennessee, to work a minor league baseball field on a on a Wednesday night. I I don't think he is.
0: Yeah, he's, he's probably not. Um you know? to to get back to your uh first point though, uh Marty's a great addition.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh I
0: like I like his gimmick. Uh he's definitely a star. Uh like I mentioned a few weeks ago, uh he's a Paul Heyman guy. Paul Heyman's a big advocate yeah. of him. Um so you know, you know that's cool.
2: That's um, only he's a, a matter he, of time. <laughs> uh I see what Bullet Club is
0: doing. I I see what they're doing. I'm seeing some people compare uh, Bullet Club, the NWO, about how it's going on too long, and I can definitely understand that. The difference, though, and this is where a lot of fans don't want to like admit it, the difference between the Bullet Club and the NWO, yes, both groups did recruit members unnecessarily. But what I'm seeing the Bullet Club do, and I'll give the Young Bucks all the credit in the world. They're very smart, and this is the real reason. This is the real reason why they were voted Tag Team of the Year. And this is just the truth that a lot of Revival and WWE fans, they just don't want to acknowledge. The Young Bucks are marketing geniuses because what they're doing is they recruit whoever the hottest indie star is and they put them in the group. And so it's like they focus themselves and they make like a three-man group. So first it's AJ in the Bucks. Then it's Omega in the Bucks. Then it's Cole in the Bucks. Now, it's Marty in the Bucks. Yep. So it's like, whatever the relevant indie guy is... Like So when AJ was there, he was like the IWGP champion. Then, you know, when Omega was doing his thing... And he's still there. He's still a presence there. And then Adam Cole was there, and he was the Ring of Honor champion. And now Marty's there. So it's like the Bucks, they're everywhere. Like If they're—if you watch New Japan, you see them. If you watch Ring of Honor, you see them. If you see them like at a random indie show in the U.K., you see them. Like They're everywhere. They're, they're marketing geniuses. They got the, the, the merchandise deal for Hot Topic. They got their YouTube show. And they're just they're everywhere. So even if you don't watch the independents, even if you're a total like WWE complete like WWE brainwashed fan, you know who they are. You may not care about them, you may not like them, but you know who they are. They're a big name, and they're everywhere. And that's the one thing the revival lacks. Now perhaps that could just be maybe they never thought about it. And the revival, they're great too. You know, great old school stuff like that. They carry themselves like top guys, but they don't advertise themselves like top guys. They really don't,
2: yeah, at least the, when the you compare to, them. To be fair to Revival, that's probably them being handcuffed, not being able to do that.
0: Right, and I'm, I'm not going like, to like to – I'm, I'm waiting to see. I'm I get where you're going it.
2: and you're 100% right, but yeah, like, let, let's be fair to – you know. To the revival. Well, I'm Revival.
0: to I'm going to wait you know, and give the, the Revival... Level, the yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the Revival, like, a year and a half to see what they can do, like, on, now, to now that they're on the main roster and once the other one gets healed up and stuff like that. But that's really what the Bullet Club is doing. Like, they're getting whoever's the most relevant star. It's like a revolving door. So it's like when one person is, is leaving and they're going to WWE or whatever, they just find the next and, highest person. And
2: that's the difference between the Bullet Club And the NWO. Mm -hmm. That, what you just said, was the difference. AJ Mm -hmm. left. Omega stepped up. Cole came in. Cole's gone. Marty steps in. You know, with the NWO, it was Hogan, Hall, Nash, now Savage, now the Giant, now Henning, now this one, now that one. The only guy that really left, and I'm talking pre-Wolfpack split, well, no, this was technically after, but... No, he left before I got my dates mixed up, was the giant.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That
2: was it. Everybody else stayed. Steiner, Bagwell. Mm. They all stayed.
0: And the smart thing that they're doing as well is, like, what makes guys like uh, Marty Scroll different is, Marty, he's like in that same category as like a Cedric Alexander or like as an Austin Aries. He's that dude that's like of a Cruiserweight size, but he's like in that like two hundred one to two hundred five weight limit, where if he wants, all he's got to do is put on more pounds, and then he can go out there and be in a match with heavyweights. So he's a
2: ten pound he, guy either way, ten up, right. ten down.
0: Right, he could, he, he could, you could, you could have Marty Scroll go out there. Against ricochet or Will Ospreay, but then in two months, if you told me he's fighting Michael Elgin, it would be believable because yeah. he could he could do it. Uh, he's yeah, of, he, he's of that weight size. He's
2: right there where yeah, you're 100 percent right where he can literally go either way. Mm-hmm. You're right.
0: So it's you're pretty right. good. I, there. I like Marty.
2: This this will be a good thing for Marty. This will. Mm.
0: Yeah, I like his you know. gimmick. I like the the, the little penguin. Any, I, I was like in the minority. I was like the one. I mean, I love Batman, but I'm sorry, man. Like as a kid, I just like Batman Returns a little bit more than the original. I mean, they're both classics, but. Everyone used to always beat me up in at recess, be like, "Oh, what are you talking about? The Joker is way better than the Penguin." I mean, what can I say? I'm, I'm a Penguin Mark. So his 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 little his little Penguin and the umbrella thing, you know, that's great. He, he looks like a star. Uh, his entrance at War in the Worlds was cool. Kevin Kelly was on commentary and said, "If you want to be a top star, you got to look like one," and he's got it down. So in relation to 205 Live, man, uh, I try. I try really hard. So, to um, to give. Try to <laughs> I try. I, I
2: mean,
1: like, try, so.
0: What
2: do you do to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do to yourself? So it's like. Look in the mirror and say, this is your fault.
1: <laughs>
2: Man, so I had some
0: free time. And I'm like, let me go. It's, it's weird, too, because it's like I've noticed. Every time I try to watch 205 Live, maybe I just have bad luck. They just do something really fucking stupid that just makes me cut it off. So it's like I finally sat down to watch 205 live and the first person I see is Grand Matalik. I'm like, holy shit, they're finally using him. I'm they're happy. I'm, ex- I'm excited and, and he like he jobs to know him and I'm like, what the fuck? And then people were like people were telling me like on Twitter that I was freaking out like, "Oh, it's not that big of a deal." I'm like, "Dude, this guy made it to, to your the finals. finals and and the, wow. and the cruise away classic." I
2: heard he had some heat on him and we've talked about this a million times cuz he never let them know properly mm-hmm. what he had to finish up i heard they were not happy about it mm-hmm. that's that's what i heard i heard they were not he they he, they had them think he had them thinking one thing and right. reality ended up being something not even not even freaking close
0: Obviously, you know, because it seems like now because that's that's the first I've seen of him on two. I think mm-hmm. he I think he was like on one earlier. He
2: was on but... he was on a raw. I'll tell you when exactly he appeared. He was on a raw the night Kendrick won the number one contender shot. There was a fatal four way, and he doubt. was in the fatal four way. I think you're right. I think he did one live, and I think he did one. No, he did an NXT house show, not on NXT. And right.
0: that's it. Right. You know, so if that's the case... Then I can. I...
2: he kept telling them, oh, I, I've got a commitment here, I've got a commitment there. And I mean, some people speculate that he added dates on.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So if he, if no he did
2: that, you know what? You can say what you want about WWE, but you know what? There's a right way and a wrong way to do things.
0: Well, on in a, in a positive note, at least we know now... Um, Probably at least, you know, as we've talked about it a few times with the women's tournament. At least we know now because when they did the cruiserweight classic, there really wasn't, um, according to all the reports that I've read and the people that I've talked to, when they did the cruiserweight classic, there was not an idea. And I don't, I don't think it, I'm not going to fully blame Triple H on this because he said himself on Twitter that even he didn't know.
2: They what know. the end they game to was? He,
0: he, what, he just wanted, right, what was right, going
2: to happen, and right. you know what? We'll play with it as we go. He always right. admitted that.
0: So that's probably, if I could explain anything, that's that's probably why a lot of the cruiserweights they probably just saw it like as either a payday or as a way to give their exposure on a larger stage. Mm. But at least now we know going forward with all these other tournaments they're doing, all these other talents out there can at least now know that if WWE is doing a tournament, the intent is that we're going to do something with it and we're looking for people to hire and give contracts, because that wasn't really the impression.
2: Other than, like, Sabre Jr. and Abushi for the most part, mm-hmm. you know, and now Tajiri's gone, but a lot of those guys, even if it's for one-offs here and there, a lot of those guys have done other things with the company, whether it be working on NXT, working on 205, or getting a deal.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, I mean, I, I can't really think, like I said, other than Sabri and Ibushi, who hasn't really turned up, you know, since this tournament?
0: <laughs> yeah, Um I uh, I was really I mean if the if the story about Grand Metalik is true then I can see why but like man like just jobbing Meta job, jobbing him out like that I just it totally I I just cut it off because like he made it to the finals and, and just one episode they just made him like every other cruiserweight so the problem is I, too
2: for some reason apparently they see something in Dar.
0: What they see in him is they see they see three things. And I'm not, I don't want to be politically incorrect. One, he's young. That's the first reason they like him. He's very young. Because he's young, they can, they can mold him into something. Because yeah. What they
2: want, what they right. think he should be. yeah.
0: That, that's the first reason they like him. The second reason they like him is because of his heritage. It's good PR. It's always good yeah. PR. The third reason they like him is because he's friends with Finn Balor. And as it turns out, Vince just likes the Alicia Fox thing for some reason. I'm not going to rant about him. I already have. But, yeah. But, you know, to Jay's credit, Jay, he even he reminded me that the first round of the uh, Best of Super Juniors was actually for free. So you didn't need an account for New Japan World. And so I checked it out, and I felt much better. And I checked out day two, and it's cool. Uh, it's got a nice diversity of old stars. Uh, Taka Mishinoku's there. uh Jushin Thunder Liger, that guy's fucking immortal. He's there. Uh, Will Sprays there. You think in in. Liger,
2: I never knew he did this kicking Vader's helmet. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah Jay, Jay told me that. Jay told me that, uh, Riger, that Liger rigged them, ribbed them once. I know. I know. Jay used to work backstage um, at Ring of Honor live event, and he said one day he went backstage. And uh, he said someone called his name, and when he turned around, he saw Liger unmasked, and he was like, "Fuck," because he, he 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 didn't want to know what Liger looked like, you know, because it's just it's just hard. So I checked out some of the matches, and it's pretty cool. Uh, I like Dragon Lee; he's cool. He's a good talent. Uh, I like Ricochet. They're calling him King Ricochet now, so he's getting a big push. Willow Spray's there. Right now they're in the uh, the opening portions of it. How they do is they do like it's like a round robin tournament sort of, where like a victory is two points, uh, a loss is zero points, and a draw is one point. And they keep it going for a few days, and then eventually it's like. The people that have the most points at the end of the bracket are put together like in a kind of a quarterfinal situation where it's like down to four people. And then that's when they just do a regular like single elimination, whatever. Uh, The person that wins the tournament uh, gets a title shot at the IWGP Junior Championship at the uh, Dominion or Domination Show in June. And to the listeners out there, uh, the the Dominion Show is basically New Japan SummerSlam. It's, It's their summer show. Think of it like their big summer show. So, you know, and, uh, as we, as we talked about before, uh, you can see that new Japan, they're taking this, um, they're taking this U S thing pretty seriously because I'm looking at this dominion card and it's got a lot of, as they call them in new Japan, gaijin gaijin is uh you know, it's a word for outsider. So I'm um, looking at the card you know, everyone knows about Omega Okada, you know, we've already talked about that. Uh, uh, the one that caught JCD off guard, the Gorillas of Destiny are going to be fighting War Machine. You know, War Machine are the IWGP champions. Uh, very slept on. That happened very quietly. They are the tag team champions, so that's an American team. You've got two teams that can speak English. Um, You've got uh, the Young Bucks against Rapongi Vice, that's Beretta, and uh, Rocky Romero. So, you know, two more teams that can speak English, so they can work New Japan or work USA. So, um, i don 't know who 's going to win the uh, the best of super juniors. Uh, the favorite to win is ricochet he 's the favorite, but um, Marty is also another one because he just joined the bullet club and what yeah. i 'm noticing about new japan is i 'm noticing that whenever people join the Bullet club, they usually get pushed to the rocket like right off the bat, like right off the bat like when a j yeah. joined. He won the IWGP title like in his first match. When Omega was pushed as the leader, he won the Intercontinental title like I think a month and a half later because he was a cruiserweight. And then after they, AJ they, left,
2: uh, don't get me started on Omega. They they did that IC title reign so bad to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just every aspect of it was was horrible.
0: Yeah, and from that aspect, I can definitely understand why Omega flirted with the idea of going to WWE. I'm sure that, that probably rubbed him the wrong way. He, they definitely did do him. They didn't do him right. So, but I'm seeing now that, like, you know, of course, when Adam Cole when he won the Ring of Honor title, all of a sudden he's working like you know New Japan shows to fit in the belt. So, just based off what I've seen, when people join the Bullet Club, they typically get pushed very quickly. Yeah,
2: Marty's going to be. I could see Marty winning the EIC title.
0: And here's the thing, too. This also happened very quietly. After the War of the Worlds, uh, like NXT, uh, Ring of Honor, they tend to do tapings in the yep, same venue. Yep, yep,
1: yep, yep. Uh, yeah.
0: And uh, Marty, he actually lost the TV title to Kushida which actually follows up to Kushida's story because Kushida said in 2016 that his goal was that he wanted to become Ring of Honor champion, which would mean yeah. that he would have to work in America. So uh, Marty is not the TV champion anymore. So, and uh, New Japan, they're not too fond on double champions. Uh, most, it's very, very rare. So since Marty is no longer uh, TV champion, I could easily see him uh, go yeah. and, and, and win that belt too. Uh, the you yes. know to make up for it so um, I'll have to give you an update like probably on the next show but right now they're still like in the point process and stuff like that
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, it's just a nice round robin thing but the winner of the of the tournament is going to get an IWGP Junior shot at the Dominion show and then uh, I, we never talked about this officially on the show. At the show, they revealed the uh, the IWGP US title, which confused you. It definitely confused me.
2: I want be... more. I want more details before we jump into it because I feel like
1: yeah, you
2: know, it's a, it's a little bit of a head scratching type thing as to what the title actually is,
1: what mm-hmm. the goal
2: of it is. I know you threw some names out there that you were able to get, but let's get a little more detail right before we jump into it because I heard something as your crazy as that's what the USG one show is for.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's you know, what it's, that it's for. And that it's not going to be mm-hmm.
2: the actual G1 tournament.
1: So right. So let,
2: let's get a little more detail mm. before we jump in, because I feel like it's such a complicated topic right now to spend time on it, and then, heaven forbid, it ends up being something completely different.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Let Let's get a little more on it first.
0: Right, so that's the last that I'll talk about that. Uh, they did the conference yesterday. Uh, there was a conference that was like uh, at 7, 7, 7 p.m. It had Cody, it had the Bucks, and it had Omega. I'm
2: going to tell just... you one thing mm. real quick. If I'm Ring of Honor, I'd sleep with one eye open. I'll tell you why. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you're laughing. You're laughing. But I'll tell you why. Jim Ross is doing the play-by-play for that show.
1: Jim Which show? Ross.
0: Which show?
2: For the G1 show in the U.S. Oh, oh,
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. He is.
2: Jim Ross is doing the the commentary for that show. Who just brought Jim Ross back? Who's doing a show? Who's who's calling a match Saturday at Takeover? Jim Ross. He is. Yeah, Jim Ross is calling the UK title match.
0: Oh, oh, I I didn't know he was going to be at the actual show.
2: Yeah, yeah, oh. he's calling the UK title match Saturday night. I so is, see, is
0: Jr like a free agent or something?
2: I don't know if he's a free agent, but... Did I he sign a full-time contract? He signed a deal with WWE. He has he signed. He signed over WrestleMania weekend. That's Obviously, weird,
0: because I know he's going to be doing commentary for New Japan stuff as late as October.
2: Right. It could have <clears> been one of those deals with, what do you have on the table? Well, maybe... I have this, this, and this. Okay. May, we'll do you think you do, his, all that.
0: do you think his wife's uh, unfortunate passing yes. may just... Do you think maybe they're just like, let's just let him do his thing for right now, and then we'll ask him again the, the year to sign full time?
2: Thing, the one thing... I do know somebody that lost a spouse. Okay? Mm. And the one thing... He's an older guy, but the one thing his... Because it was, it was actually a parent of a friend of mine.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the one thing he said was the best thing he ever did for his dad was keep him busy and occupied.
1: Yeah. like The worst
2: thing that can happen is when when the mind starts to run. Mm -hmm. And that's when you get, and that's when people can take bad turns. I just want to be with her. I just want to be with him. And that's when something can happen you keep them occupied, mm. you know? And that's what I have a feeling that J- J.R. is He's
0: just trying to keep himself busy. Let's,
2: you know what, first of all, he should have never been fired for the flare disaster in the first place, but
1: yeah, that, let's, that was bring dumb.
2: Him, let's bring him back, you know, let's get him out of the house on that Saturday night, you know, instead of him sitting home, you know, with a with a glass of scotch that turns into four glasses. Not saying that J.O.'s got to drink, but you know what I'm saying. Like, of course, yeah. You know, watching a wedding video and three glasses of scotch turn into seven, and you know, you, you know what I'm saying.
1: Mm, I'm not making yeah, light yeah. of
2: it, you know. And that's yeah. he's signed. Now, okay, because like I, I, I don't he's... know if they turned around and said, like I said, like okay, well, what do you have going on? Well, I have this, 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 this and this. Okay, you know, you do what we want you to do. You go do those, no problem. Don't worry about it. We're not going to conflict with those. You know, just don't take anything after that without talking to us. Mm-hmm. You know, very possible.
0: The only thing I know about him for sure of New Japan is um, that I don't have the network, but I know of it. The Access TV yeah, network. Yeah, I don't
2: have it either.
0: Yeah, I know for I know that they already said that. The new Japan episodes that come on the Access TV, they already said that JR's commentary will be provided all the way up into like fall of this yeah. year, like October yes. and November. And yeah. when they do the G1 and, and USA, whatever, however that's going to go, they're going to show episodes of that also mm-hmm. with JR on commentary. Yes. So he's yeah. going to be doing that while occasionally doing commentary for whatever WWE requests his presence yeah. for.
2: Yeah. Now, if I'm Ring of Honor, I'm sleeping with one eye open. Why? I am, because all it takes is, hey Jim, how, how was that? How was that show in Long Beach the other day? You know, what? Mm-hmm. what is, you know, you think we could make something with this company? Well, yeah. Let me tell you, Hunter. Yeah, you know what? It could be a real boomer boomersumer business deal. Business about to pick up. We hook up with them. Next thing you know, here's Hunter meeting with <laughs> this one in Japan. And, oh, you know, I think uh,
0: I think most of the prospects that WWE was interested in are already are, are already in the fold or in the process the of talent, joining. Or, what are yeah, you talking about? The company?
2: Relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Talking about a working relationship, and if I was Ring of Honor, I'd I'd be a little nervous.
0: Um, I believe Adam Cole showed up at some show the other day. I forgot what company it was. I think it's I think I think the actual company is called IWC. That sounds kind of funny.
2: Um, He's going to. Are you talking about facing Cody? Uh,
0: no, I think Cole showed up like at a show that Marty was at. It was like an indie show. I don't know what okay. promotion it was though. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know Cole's exact status there. Do you know his status?
2: He's a free agent.
0: Right, so he's as far as you know... Agent, he's a free
2: agent, and the one thing, that's why I keep saying it, Cole's not going to be in Chicago. They will not touch you for 90 days. Okay. At the I earliest.
0: I didn't expect him to be there anyway. Yeah. But I expect someone to be there because of oh, Chicago. Oh, we'll get into
2: that. We're going to switch to takeover very quickly because after we do takeover and backlash, I got to start getting some space made to put air conditioners in, because it's mm. 90-something degrees here, <laughs> but yeah, there will be somebody, there will be, mm. but you know what, real quick, real quick, before that, okay, so Cole was at an indie show where Marty was at, do that, and then I want to ask you one other thing before we get to the shows, mm. okay, so Cole was with, with Marty, right, oh, that's it?
0: You mean like did anything happen? You mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. It was it, he distracted Marty and Marty lost, but it was just a random independent show. So o- obviously they're continuing the story there. So, yeah. um I as as far as I know, like because at the at the ward the world show, um, you know they uh, they were like, what's next for Adam Cole, and you know they they you know they got rid of him. Uh, uh, Kevin Kelly referred to him as a as a hot free agent. So, as a free agent, you know you can take bookings anywhere. So mm-hmm. technically, you could still do Cole against Marty in a Ring of Honor venue, or you could well, do it a New that. Japan venue. Oh, you are right. They you did, did that it. at SuperCard. Yeah, you did the SuperCard. So I guess no, you could do no. it. Again. You could. They did. Mm. They did. The-
2: that was the dark match of the TV tapings. Oh. Okay.
0: Okay. Mar- and Marty yeah. beat Cole. Okay. Right. Yeah. So. He's, i guess i guess in that case he's probably just gonna um buy time write his time out yeah just write his time out so um not much else is going on see uh went over the uh yeah we already talked about um uh, daniels Yeah, he retained there and um i guess they're probably gonna continue um unfortunately because of the finish um when daniels won the when he won the match uh cody had jay in the figure four. And uh, Jay's shoulders were on the mat, and then that was when Daniels hit the uh, the BMA, the best moonsault ever. So he pinned Cody, but technically Lethal's uh, shoulders was on the mat too. Yeah, they're too.
2: playing up. They're playing it up that like, right. You know how come you didn't? You know how come you didn't count that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. You know, so the Cody uh, Daniels thing will continue, and you know Lethal will just you know be there. I've already talked about Lethal. Um, I like Lethal. Uh, I respect his choice. Um, I just don't think there's much else he can do in the Indies. He's done everything he can do there. I
2: I think he's going to realize that. Unless they put the belt back on him, if they start Mm -hmm. realizing that he's the guy, like, in that triple threat to take a pin, Mm -hmm. you know, because they want to protect Cody, and they're Mm -hmm. not ready to take the belt off Daniels, or eventually he's the guy that gets pinned in a triple threat to take the belt off so-and-so... You know, because, you know what I'm saying, like, to protect yeah. another guy, when he starts to realize he's that guy, I think that's when he's going to start, like, all right, you know what, maybe, if there's a thousand things for me to do here, I've probably done 998 of them.
0: Right, because what I've noticed about the whole Ring of Honor New Japan thing is, um, as weird as it sounds, some talents can just disappear from America and they just totally thrive in Japan, like Michael Elgin being the best example. It just, it just works for him over there. But then some talents, they, can't, they don't really fit full-time in Japan, but there's nothing wrong with getting your feet wet and performing there every once in a while because it gives you experience and it looks good on your resume, like what Kyle O'Reilly did, what Adam Cole did, what AJ Styles did, what Tozawa did. And of course, you know, what Nakamura did, you know. Jay Lethal does not strike me as the kind of person to be with New Japan. Like, he could, he no, could go there. He
2: doesn't yeah, need yeah, it. If right. anything, and, and this is going to sound bad, but if anything, if he went there and didn't win the IWGP title, which he's not IWGP title material, I- I'm sorry, or didn't win the IC title, what w- what would he get out of being there?
1: Yeah, it's, it's not really. Other than just saying
2: I was there.
1: Right, right. It, it was for
0: him. Like as a fan, when I saw him defend the belt against Elgin at Wrestle Kingdom, I, at the time after he beat him, I was like, "That's it. Like you, you defended the Ring of Honor title at Wrestle Kingdom yep. in front of like forty thousand plus people, and after that match, I was like, just get this guy's ready. Like there's there's nothing else for him to do." Mm-hmm. So I I just felt the most logical thing for him to do after that would be like okay if WWE comes calling, take you know, it up. He
2: might have wanted to do because he strikes me as this type, and it's very rare. He might strike me as the type like you know what? Let me go resign. What are we resigning? Two years?
0: Yeah, just two years. Let me
2: go resign, and you know what? Let me make sure this company is set after I'm gone. Okay, yeah. that's, that's you know. Let All me make them. sure, let me let me work some high-profile matches where I can put over some guys, and then you know what? I'm just using him as an example. Right. Let me put over a hangman page mm-hmm. on the way out. Let me put over Dalton Castle. You know, mm-hmm. this way it, it can say something for these guys having these on there, this on their, what you call it, you know, you know what I'm saying, like yeah, being able to. to say they beat Jay Lee. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I could see yeah. him like that.
0: Maybe that, maybe that's him. But uh, yeah, to end that, that's kind of the story they told. So, um, you know, Leto took the pen, so he's out the equation, and so there's still the reasonable doubt with Cody and Daniels. So, my prediction is for a best in the world. They'll do Daniels Cody. And, you know, Daniel's already said in the interview, like, not that long ago, like a week and a half ago, where he said that uh, his retirement is uh, coming to an end, and, and he said that he doesn't see himself performing um, for another. I, th- I think he said, like, he sees himself retired by this time next year. So I see his current run most likely as, you know, a thank you run. You know, every wrestler gets a thank you run, a thank you for your mm-hmm. years of service. Thank you for helping us and stuff. So
2: You know what um, he'll do? He'll lose the title to Cody. Lose a subsequent rematch, then, you know what he'll do on the way out. Even though he's not too far behind him, I'll bet you he puts over Kaz.
1: Yeah, um, yeah,
0: it'll it'll be like a CM Punk thing where Punk's last match was against Cabana, and he put over Cabana on his way out. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm gonna actually get emotional because I've always liked Daniel. Okay. Um, I like Who him
1: of Mister <laughs> Brooks.
0: Oh, okay. Here we go.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, it was only a matter of time, man. I told you, it's if like no You had no a company. million
1: dollars, would you do it?
0: And Nate and I joke about it all the time. It's like companies never thought about it. Hey, like it doesn't hurt to offer, right? Like, what's the worst someone you know could what? say? No. I'm gonna be
2: honest with you. I'm glad you said that. I'm gonna be honest with you. Would I do it on a personal level? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Although, I, I do think he's going to be back sooner rather than later.
0: It's happening, man. You're seeing um, it. Every, every, as the weeks go by, you're seeing more mentions. You're yeah. seeing more people talking about it.
2: I don't know. Have you seen any of the pros versus whatever on MTV? I heard about that. I, I know okay, he's on that show. Okay, there's a clip. If, you, if anyone ever tries to debate me again about <laughs> how much of a douchebag he is, I will reference this clip. There is a clip where he goes up against somebody, I think it's like pros versus like challengers. And he tells the guy, You're a f- only a fan. I never heard of you.
1: <laughs> <a>
2: fucking dick. <laughs> if only there's only one other person I wish I could find a clip like that on.
1: The Rock, of course, uh, yeah,
2: and you guys punk, strap, punk. you guys yep. strapped in for what I got coming next week.:
0: Yeah, but punk, punk was always he, he was always yeah. a, he was always a dick. I never thought he wasn't the no, probably but he when he was the most
2: himself as no, I'm a good guy, I'm this, I'm, I'm an everyday guy, hmm. blah blah, blah, he's not.
0: <laughs> the only time he really ever came off like happy, happy, was like the beginning like when he when he won the that period of time when he won the belt from Darío and to the and to the build up to WrestleMania 28 like November, December, January, February like during during that period probably because for him at the time like
2: that's the and if the period of time after that you want to tell me that's when he had every right to be upset I will not argue that fact with you right that may to July period before he turned heel when there's no reason why John Cena, John Laurinaitis twice, John Cena, Big Show, uh, and I feel like I'm missing something, main evented over Punk. I Mm -hmm. I will give you that. Mm -hmm. I will give him that. But like I've said to you before, once you turn that corner, you got nothing.
1: Yeah,
0: man, I might I might have to change my prediction. I thought that maybe we wouldn't see Punk in the ring again for about maybe three years. But if I keep seeing people give offers, you know, I don't I don't I'm sure Punk is a made man. I'm sure he's very rich and wealthy. But when people keep offering you money, sooner or later you're going to be like, eh, well, why not? At, at the rate
2: I'd, this is going, I'd be going to her. I'd be going to her. That's mm. the one I'd be going to. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would go to her yeah. because she's gonna be the one that would get him in a heartbeat.
0: Oh, you already know how I feel about it, Nate and I. Yep. Like unfortunately we joke about we joke about stuff a lot, but in this in this case I'm not joking, I'm being one hundred percent serious. If you know, if I'm if I'm New Japan, I am I will fucking get all the depth of Hiroshima, all the depth of World War Two all the depth of Hitler, put all that in a ball and just throw it at Punk because that is what it's going to really take for... Um, and I'm just saying, I'm saying this for yeah. two reasons. One, no, you're right. I'm, I'm saying it because I want it to happen and two, I'm saying it to prevent Daniel Bryan from killing himself because if his contract expires, he's going to fucking go to New Japan and I don't want that no, to happen. No, it's
2: not. I'm, I'm telling you, have faith in the power of that little girl. I hope you're right, man. I'm I am telling you're right. you I'm telling you. And at the end of the day when he still sits there and he's having a bad day and let's say he has an argument with Hunter and, oh, God damn it, Hunter, and four years ago, if you didn't stop that match, if I'm Hunter, I'd pull up his Instagram and I'd show him his baby and be like, that's why I stopped the match, motherfucker. That's
1: that.
2: <laughs> no, I'm serious. Right? I'm serious. Okay? I am serious. All right? Mm. That's, if he doesn't realize that, He's a fucking idiot. And he's. it won't be long before he's not able to hold that little girl. And I don't want that to happen to him. But your, your mentality, we were talking about it before, your mentality changes once you, you become a parent.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay? My mentality totally changed. I used to not give a fuck about anything. I used to fucking think I was invincible. I was Superman. And obviously my accident proved that wasn't the fucking case. But even before that, when my kid... Before my kid was born, I was fearless. I was reckless. I didn't care about nothing. Nothing could hurt me. All, all five foot seven hundred and seventy-five, three pounds of me. I thought I was fucking Superman. Then my kid was born, and it changed everything. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: You know, and hopefully, it did for him. Because if it doesn't, first of all, if I was Brie. I hate to say this, but if I was her, you got to turn around, and you got to hit him with it. if you do this, I'm leaving you. Yeah. That that might seem harsh.
0: No, it's not harsh.
2: But at the end of the day, this is for the betterment of his health, his safety, his future, his ability to dance with his daughter at her wedding, her ability, you know what I'm saying, like her yeah. ability to try to intimidate her prom date, you know, all that stuff goes out
0: the window uh, before we get into the uh, uh N- nxt thing because uh, i need i need to hear your opinion on that because i'm kind of out the loop there uh as, as i was said before you know we joke around a lot about the punk thing um you know the, the reality is and this is just me being respectful to all companies out there like you got casual fans you got hardcore fans and then you got fans that are like in the middle sort of uh the fans in the middle are aware of everything. They're aware of stuff. They may not check it out, but they're aware of it. Like, you know, so JCD, he doesn't watch New Japan as much as I do, but JCD, he's aware of Okada. You're aware Mm -hmm. of Naito. You're aware of what's going on over there. You're not totally (laughs) like... Right, right. Yeah, you're not ignorant. So, like, if these dudes, like, I'm just being theoretical. If you're watching a takeover and you just see fucking, you know, Naito or Evil, someone sitting in the crowd, like, you're going to know who they are, whereas other fans are going to be like, who the fuck is that, you know? So, really, when it comes to competition, that's the reality of it. Um, competition, it needs competition. If you really want to compete, it's not fair, but that's just the way it is because WWE has been on top for so long. It's become the standard. You need a bridge. You know, when, when, when TNA was hot and 05, 06, your average WWE fan did not know who AJ Styles, Daniels, or Joe was. But they knew who Christian Cage was. They knew who Kurt Angle was.
1: Mm-hmm. They,
0: there was. When guys like Angle and Christian went over there, it was a bridge because a casual fan is going to follow them to watch them. And as they're watching TNA for an angle for a Christian, they say, oh, who's this, who's this Daniels guy? Who's this mm-hmm. Joe guy? Who's this AJ guy? And then that's how you become part of the product. So when it comes to New Japan, no one's questioning their money, their star power, the wrestlers, their storylines, like all that is there. And, and, and they're amassing amounts, they're themselves a, a good diversity of like talent that's not Japanese. Like you mentioned it in the last show, Juice Robinson's over there now, you know, former CJ Parker, he is getting better. They got Ricochet over there. They got War Machine. They got Omega. They got Cody. So, you know, the stars are there, but they need that name. Like, they need a name that a casual WWE fan that doesn't know anything about New Japan is going to go out of their way to check out a New Japan show. That's punk. That's punk. And this era in 2017, the only one that's
1: left is punk. It's right. punk. Jay, and it's, I
2: saw Jay talking about it before. I was running some errands, but, you know, he was talking to you about moving the needle. And as much as I hate to say it, that's your guy that moves the needle.
0: hmm He's, he's the, as Vince McMahon said, when Hulk Hogan went to WCW, he legitimized them. And that's what Punk would do. If Punk was to wake up tomorrow and say, I'm going to go back to pro wrestling, and if he would went to New Japan, and if he fought Omega or Okada for a world title, like at a big show like Dominion or Wrestle Kingdom, how many of the audience that followed Punk would get off their ass and subscribe to New Japan World
1: mm-hmm. Just
0: to see punk. And like you said before, if they even got a quarter of the audience, not just a quarter, it would yeah. be more than enough, more than enough to give them competition, to make them come off like an alternative. And so if I'm New Japan, if I'm serious, and I'm, I'm like, I'm not even joking, I'm being totally serious, I'm fucking getting a spaceship and traveling to fucking Uranus to find the most expensive metal, and I'm throwing the fucking world at punk. That is what it's going to take because, unfortunately, that's how wrestling fans are. Wrestling fans don't like change. Uh, you know, wrestling fans don't like change. They need to be – change is fine as long as you're in a familiar environment, you know. So you're, you're seeing all these indie guys like Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens and, and you know, Dean Ambrose. Like, all these indie guys are in WWE, but there's still a familiar face. Cena's still there. Orton's still there. Michael Coase, like, there's still some familiarity to it, so it's not too alienating. New Japan, is like a – it's just – it's too different. It needs that name that's going to make a casual person watch it, and that's where Punk comes in.
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh,
0: unless the only other way is if someone of a big name in WWE leaves, but just looking at the roster, everyone there seems pretty content. I don't, I don't hear any negative stories. I don't see a. The step only guy right.
1: who they would
2: have had a chance with would have been. Remember when the releases were happening last year, and there mm-hmm. was that that rumor. Floating around all day that Orton was getting released.
0: Right, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that
2: that's that would have been your move. Mm. You know, um, that would have been your move. But okay. Yeah,
0: so, it, it, so so what's going on with uh, with uh, with Takeover? Because you, okay, you know a little bit more about the NXT stuff. Yeah, we'll
2: we'll do we'll do Takeover right now. Um, so you got Eric Young against Roddy Strong. Um supposedly the mindset is here. They ran those who is Roderick Strong packages. They want Strong to get over. There's a lot of people. I don't know where I stand in this because of what I think's gonna happen in the main event. that think Strong is getting the shot and the title in Brooklyn. I don't I don't know, but uh I, I could see him getting the win over Eric Young. Uh you know, well you gotta pick for Young.
1: Uh, uh, I've
0: heard I've heard positive reviews about um, about the live events. That since they've done the vignettes, Roddy has been received well at live events. So that's good. Um, yeah, I can see Roddy winning. Um, Ey is a very uh, Ey is a company guy, as he proved in TNA. He'll do whatever role he's asked. So um, I think Ey is going to be okay. Uh, I feel a lot more comfortable about him after hearing his podcast on E&C, where uh, you know, EY said that Triple H told him that the sanity gimmick was something that he had in his mind for at least three years.
2: Oh, yeah, he speaking could... of which, real quick, did you see the interview with Marcus LaFont? Mm-hmm. What happened? He was the French guy, the bald French guy with the beard. And he said, like, sanity was supposed to be... And, and this would tie in. I don't know if he's telling the truth about it, but this would tie in just to how long that... Triple H has had this idea on the burner that supposedly him, Sammy Callahan, and Sammy Zane were supposed to be Sanity.
0: Yeah, that definitely adds up. According to what EY said, Triple H had this Sanity gimmick in his head for at least three and a half years, mm-hmm. but he couldn't. But he couldn't find anyone on the roster
1: yeah, that he the thought right guys. Callahan would have
0: fit
2: well with that. Yeah, he could have fit well.
0: Yeah, he could have fit. He could have fit. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and I'll pick. Um, this is a regular match, right?
2: Yeah, uh, as far as I know, unless they change it.
0: Okay, yeah. I'll pick uh, uh, Roddy to go over
1: here.
2: Okay. Um, we got the tag title match. I think it's just a matter of how, but I don't see any scenario where AOP does not go over.
0: Yeah. Yeah, especially now that champa has got hurt.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nope, um, nope.
0: They'll figure out something, I guess.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: why do I feel I'm missing a match, but Oscar's defending against uh Ruby Wright and Nikki Cross. Um Ember Moon was supposed to be in it, but she got injured. Uh I'm going Oscar and you'll probably get an appearance by Moon. Uh I'm am, am I safe to assume you're agreeing with me?
0: hmm So this is officially a triple
2: threat? Triple threat for the title.
0: Yeah, I'm curious to see um the match, to see what they can do. Um I feel like I think you said it. I I know I've been hearing some people say that they feel like that uh, Ruby's debut was kind of rushed and it could have been saved for a tournament, which I agree. Um and from that scuffle I actually watched the
2: feud with her and Cross.
0: So. Yeah, well, speaking across from the scuffle that she had with uh Oscar and that previous fatal four-way, um, you know, she seemed pretty interesting. Um, I'm, I'm right now. I'm, I'm just I'm waiting to see what she can do. They haven't really let her go all out yet. But yeah, yeah I, I think Oscar will win. But I'm I'm actually curious. This is one of those matches where I'm I'm going to actually sit down and watch the whole thing because I I, I genuinely want to see what they can do.
1: Mhm.
2: And then I think it's the title match.
0: There's got to be more matches. Isn't that a U.K. title thing being defended? Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. I'm going with Pete Dunne to murder the hipster romper wearing Tyler Bate. Uh, Mm. Any pick on the title, on the U.K. title?
0: I don't don't know who any of those guys are, so I'll take your word for it. (laughs) Well,
2: Tyler Bate's the little guy with the mustache that's the champion. Mm. And Pete Dunne, just to put him in perspective – Right before WrestleMania, when everyone assumed Triple H was doing the stable,
1: mm-hmm. because
2: supposedly Triple H loves him, everybody had him in the stable with Joe and Owens. Oh, okay. So, just to, just to give you an idea of like what people think of him.
1: That's a uh, good compliment.
2: Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it's a title match. It's a Tommy and, and Rude. And they were showing... All various clips of Atami during his NXT run, and I wish they didn't do that because I'm gonna be honest with you. Plus, it's Chicago. Plus, he's teasing the GTS. I think Atami's beating rude for the title.
0: Um. Well, it definitely goes as far back to that Beast in the East special where I believe you know he was gonna win there, but then he got hurt. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. You know, I could see him winning. I mean it's definitely gonna be interesting to I mean there's definitely gonna be CM Punk chance regardless since it's in Chicago, but uh the crowd reaction for Itami is, is gonna be interesting there. Um I have no clue what the match is gonna be like. Uh, speaking of that, uh I'm seeing some people talk about Rude. Here's the thing about Rude. Um Rude is like Rude is, is forty. And, like, there's this clip on YouTube that's called, I think it's called Crazy Moves AJ Styles Doesn't Do Anymore. And, you know, AJ's up there too. So when you get that age, you have to be careful because if you get hurt and you're, like, in your early 30s or late 20s, you can come back within two to three months. But when the body gets you know, worn down like that, you have got to be more careful. Mm-hmm. Um, and admittedly, I will say this much: admittedly, from an in-ring standpoint, the time for Rude to leave would have been during that. Do you remember that period where, like, Rude and Aries were tag team champions? They were doing the Dirty yeah. Heels thing, and Rude's contract status was like in question. I think that no, was he like get
1: his
2: visa. That's what it was. You're talking about the show where everyone thought Aries was going to wrestle on his own and.
0: Really, yeah. literally,
2: like, photobombed the interview.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah,
2: that was a visa. Yeah, that was, like,
0: 2012 or 2013. Something like that, 2011 yeah.
2: 2012, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, that would have been the time for him to re- – like, as far as, like, what you could really have seen him do in the ring. That was, like, when he was in his in – his, I mean, because he's still great – and like, he's still in great shape. But as far as, like, in-ring prime, that was it right there. I think fans – if Because I'm seeing some fans that are saying they're not impressed by his in-ring work. Like, if you took that Root and put him with this character, it would be better. But to the fans out there, like, Rude can definitely do more. But I, I get why. Like, Here's he's toning himself down.
2: Here's the thing. And, and I get what you're saying with the age. But I also think, and I, I bring this up to people a lot. I don't think I've brought, ever brought it up to you. Mm. But I honestly believe character at times can dictate your style.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And his character is almost close to Robert Roode as you're going to get. Um, and that style kind of is a
1: slower
2: methodical, you know, I'm just going to try to pick you apart. And here's my move to beat you before I have to cheat, which I mm. feel that's what, that's how he wrestles now. That's what the glorious bomb is the move. If I can hit it, I hit it. If not, then I'll cheat.
1: <laughs>
2: no, no, i serious. That's, that's a heel though. You know, yeah. I think if he was more of like off the chain, Bobby Roode, mm. it would be you'd see a little bit of a different style out of him.
0: I like him though. I mean, I, I, I'm just happy he's getting this opportunity. I like him. Um,
2: oh yeah, no, I, I I have no problem with it, but I just I think sometimes mm. people don't look at things that deeply, and sometimes when you take a step forward and you look closer into something. You'll mm. see what's really there. You I know, will agree,
0: though. I like him. I will agree, though, that I, I did find his matches with Nakamura to be very weak. I, I didn't think they, yeah, they, think they, they had just good streak.
1: Yeah, just they just, didn't
2: click. They didn't I click. They didn't click that much. I gave they pass in the first match because I know they were trying to sell
1: the mm. story of
2: the knee. Okay, you're trying to sell an injury. It's going to affect what you do. I'll give you that. Okay, the rematch was horrible.
0: Yeah. They just didn't click. And from what i heard,
2: whenever they were involved, they were involved in a lot of six-man tags. Mm. Um, They didn't really rematch one-on-one, which maybe that was the problem. Maybe they should have worked a little bit one-on-one. And then, you know, they would have maybe developed some better chemistry. I heard they were very flat with each other.
0: Yeah, they just didn't have good chemistry. Yeah,
2: and it it happens sometimes, you know. it, Mm. it, It can happen, you know.
0: Uh, who's you know, your you prediction know. on who's going to show up, or if anyone's going to be spotted?
2: I'm going Mike Bennett and Maria, because Maria's from Chicago.
1: That's true.
2: And Maria used to date you-know-who, and... Oh, God, that that's going to make it Bennett. worse. That will be a way to say, ha-ha, fuck you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder, what, what, what. where's Kyle O'Reilly now? Like, what, what is he even doing?
2: I don't know. He's got to be getting close.
0: Okay, because he's, he's definitely not of Ring of Honor, that's for sure. No.
2: He, and he's I not know they weren't going to touch him for night. See, this is the thing with Ring of Honor, guys. Cause apparently, Ring of Honor, when they were going to sign, like, Roe, Elgin, and a couple other guys, like, Ring of Honor flipped out because one of those guys was still technically, like, under contract. So they were, like, going to accuse WWE of tampering. So that's when Hunter put in the policy, like, towards the end of last year, like, all right, you have to be free and clear of your Ring of Honor contract for 90 days. So who knows when Kyle's contract actually ended? Add 90 onto that, then add the background and the physical and the medical. You probably it's it's going to be the summer before you see before you see Kyle. Okay. You know. So that's what I see, but I, I can see Ben and Maria. This is around the time that. Everyone said they were gonna be showing up. I don't buy that they're showing up on SmackDown Tuesday. I could see them going more so NXT.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't buy that either. You know Um this is uh, I don't I don't I don't see Cole showing up there either. I just think really. fans assume that he's gonna be there. But you know.
2: And was Okada in the US yesterday? He was? No, was he?
0: Not that I know of. Okay, good because if he shows
2: up at an NXT show, he's not leaving.
0: <laughs> well, we've already we've already told the story. You know, I I fear for Okada Doushi's life if he ever comes back to a WWE show. Nah, yeah, I
1: H, told H, you Triple what's A's, gonna happen. Triple H G- <laughs> is gonna.
2: I you. nice, sweet at the Barclays Center. Hey, Okada, what's up, bro? Close it. Now you can't
1: leave. <laughs> You're gonna,
0: you gonna hang him upside down over a pool of piranhas with acid. You're know. like, I'm gonna sign this contract now.
1: Yep, gonna hang, he's gonna take him right to the BQE. Yep, <laughs> sign
2: this shit right now. When they do that live shot of the arena, you're gonna see something flailing in the wind. People are gonna think it's like a flag. It's Okada.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Big and Mark Henry are holy Okada on top of the Barclays Center. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so what's the uh, what's what's the backlash card looking like?
2: Uh the backlash card's actually looking pretty good. Um, you got Eric Rowan, Luke Harper, and God damn it, did you see Rowan on Talking Snack the other night?
0: No, but I heard it was hilarious.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Eric Har- Eric Rowan. I think Harper. I hate to say it, I think Harper is lost in the face.
0: They don't know. They don't know what to do with him. He's um yeah. he's he he's in that same category that uh, Christian was in in 2010. So yeah. I, I remember earlier in the year, fans were getting excited. Oh, they're going to add a Harper and make it a triple threat. And I was like, no, nah, they're not going to do that. Uh, I saw something earlier. It could just be, I doubt it'll be anything because they did this with Stardust too. I heard something about they might put it wrong with the Ascension, but they did that with Stardust and that didn't, that was just, it was brief, but it's something. Yeah, they don't know what to do with Harper. They, they don't know what to do with him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'll pick Harper though, just because of 50-50 booking. I know they had a match on SmackDown a few weeks ago in Rowan 1. Yeah. So, uh, I'll pick Harper just for 50-50 booking.
2: Okay. Um, Usos against uh, Breeze Dongo. I think the Usos retained, but I could see them getting dequeued because the fashion police stuff is getting over. So, I could see them maybe wanting to get one more pay-per-view out of that before they jump to New Day. So, I I I could see... Fashion Police winning but not winning the titles.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can could, I could see that. I agree it's getting over. Uh, the fact that I don't care who wins is a good, not like in a like, jaded way, but more in a like, whoever wins, I'll be okay with it because no, I like yet, both
2: no, teams. There might not be a bad way to go with this.
1: Right. So that's Other that's than like good. a
2: three-minute Uso squash. I think, right. I think <laughs> that, you know, could be the only thing. Uh, mm. You got the Diva 6 tag. Uh, it's Charlotte, Becky, and uh, Naomi against Natty, Carmella, and Tamina. I'm actually going to go the heels here because I am buying the reports that they're second-guessing turning Charlotte's face. And I could see Charlotte either turning or just being like, fuck this, I'm out, mm-hmm. or something. And then, yeah, the, the Naomi and Becky losing because they want to get to Naomi Charlotte. So... And I, I don't think you want to do that face versus face. Um, so, plus it's being reported that Charlotte's replacing Eva on Total Divas next season.
0: That's interesting. She's not dating anyone, is she?
2: Not that I know of. But goddamn it, her and Ric Flair on Total Divas will be fucking entertaining. They'll end up yeah. with their own show. They will. you're gonna
0: give me an excuse to watch now. I, I Dude, probably will watch Ric Flair.
2: Hell yeah. Um, what do you think in that?
0: Yeah, I'll predict the heels to win. It makes more sense. They're they're not unified. The heels are, so. hmm
2: Uh, and then Randy Orton, Jinder Mahal.
0: Um, what was the, uh, uh, what happened on the last SmackDown?
2: I think Mahal got the better of him.
0: Okay, then, uh, Horton's going over, I guess.
2: I think one's retaining, I don't think you're getting a clean-cut finish. I, I think the, Russo, the Rusev thing was pushed back because, you know what, they may want to do a rematch with this. This, this is too much the Eddie JBL storyline.
0: I know uh, Nate said, you know, if it was up to him, he would have just Jinder win and just bring Rusev back as a face and have Rusev and Jinder feud. I'm, I'm not against that. I, I will admit, what's that Batman? Be, what's that Batman Dark Knight quote? He's the hero Gotham needs, but <laughs> he's the hero the Gotham deserves, but isn't ready for right now. Like yeah. as a baby face like that. Ru- yeah, yeah, babyface Rusev is hilarious. Like he's he's to He's he's very from the little I've seen of Total Divas. He's funny there. The stuff he tweets is funny. When he's yeah. on Xavier Woods show, he's funny. He really comes off like as a funny, likable guy. Um, I do think that there's definitely some potential there as a face This not being think properly utilized.
2: Unfortunately, though, with Rusev, I think we're heading, who posted it today, about the match with Shane at SummerSlam? Because I could see yeah. Rusev, what I could see Rusev doing, and this would be their way out of it, because God knows it's going to be God-awful. I'd have Rusev <laughs> confront Shane and be like, also, why are you pimping out my wife? <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you're... You which, know, is,
0: which in story wouldn't really make him a heel. It would just make him an yeah, a husband. He, apparently he truth. made him a heel
2: during the feud with Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even though he was 100% right. How dare Roman come and... Crap Shane on and Rusev, that,
0: man, I'll, I'll I'll give Shane this. I'll, I'll give SmackDown Live this. They're very good at giving... SmackDown and Raw are like opposites. Raw gives you matches... That you don't want and you know they're coming. SmackDown gives you matches you never even thought about. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give them that at least. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: if you told me at the very beginning of the year Rusev's going to fight Shane at SummerSlam, I would probably would have just like ran away from you. Would thought you were crazy yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, you, yeah. So you who are you predicting to win? Randy Gender?
2: No, I, I I think I could see them legitimately going to like a no contest. Okay.
1: I'm
2: telling you, this just to, to me, maybe because it's so fresh and I was, like, so intrigued with it, this just screams Eddie JBL to me. I, I think,
0: unfortunately, what this, what this lacks is, um, unfortunately, being serious, this feud lacks the money promo. Uh, a lot of people don't take gender seriously. And so when you have someone who's not taken seriously, every, every character at some point in their career that wasn't taken seriously has that one moment or that one promo where you're like, okay, this guy means fucking business. And unfortunately, know what, it's not you know there.
2: What, Hang on a second, though. Think about how they've booked Jinder since Jinder has won the number one contender. Okay? He cost Orton, and say what you will about it, but he cost, he, he cost Orton the in-ring part of the House of Horrors match. Mm. Okay? That should be heat. He pulled... And I think it was a great little angle for a, a week or so. That angle where he ran off and stole the title and was taking pictures with it. Was having a, you know what I'm saying? Like, that worked. He's beaten Zane. He's pinned order in the sixth man. And he beat AJ this week. Nah. You know, I don't know what more you could have done. I guess. back early I, and have, have him I, I, I guess,
0: to me, what's missing is the promo. I don't believe in the character.
2: He's a hard promo, though. And I'll tell you Man, why. Yeah, that's,
0: that's, that's probably the issue. Every, no, everybody has that, that promo. It's
2: not, no. See, here's the thing. And this is where, as much as I love Jay, there are times he tries to tie in too many things together and make something that's not there.
1: What do you mean, a political Hitler thing? he
2: even said it on Jericho's show. They want... He didn't want to cut, like, an anti-American promo.
1: Yeah.
2: You know? And I think that's the problem. Like, if you have him go out there and cut, A, I tried to do things the nice way, I tried to be a good, you know, whatever. People are yeah. going to be like, whatever. You have him cut the anti-American promo, people are going to be like, ah... Rusev, Nikolai Volkov, Muhammad Hassan, the you know, we've seen this a million times. What but Hassan, promo?
0: Hassan actually had heat, though. This guy no, but doesn't... You know what I'm saying?
2: Like, the whole... Like, where do you go with him with his promo? Where yeah. do you go? That's the um, problem. Maybe
0: he's got to figure it out. For me, like, the two examples that I pick for, like, the two characters that I didn't take seriously and then after this particular moment is like... Okay, my memory is vague. I believe it was that really weird triple threat SummerSlam with Austin, Triple H, and what was that Mankind? Holy there ever. was like there was like that sit down where Triple H was talking to Jr. and he kind of oh kind yeah, of talk- oh and
2: Triple Triple H went to town on right everything
0: right, right. like that promo that promo right there, or where it was kind of like okay, like this dude. He's tired of he's tired of being hungry and he's ready to eat. And if you didn't take him seriously at that point, his his street fight and his and his hell in a cell with Cactus Jack, like one of those two moments, at least like even if you didn't like Triple H, one of those two moments at least made you understand that <laughs> cerebral assassin Triple H, this is a different guy. And for JBL, it was really just the entire feud with Eddie and the bloodbath he had the with entire,
2: Eddie. Well. Yeah, the, and which is out of Jinder's control. Right. I don't think Jinder's going to be able to have that bloodbath with Orton. He,
0: right, he can't have the bloodbath, and he can't you know have what, the problem. You know what you need
2: to happen if you want to do two matches out of this? You know what you need? You need Jinder to hang with Orton, and you need Orton to get disqualified. You need to have that moment, kind of like
1: when mm-hmm. he defeated
2: with Christian.
1: Yeah, Orton right. snapped. Mm-hmm. And he got
2: disqualified. But of course Christian had the stipulation where he won the title. You need you need that to happen. And you need I mean, to the I'm coming trying. on Tuesday.
0: I'm, I'm trying seriously to like like I'm, I'm I'm not like shitting on like I'm trying to like I heard some highlights of Triple H's conference call and he and he talked about how McIntyre or Galloway improved and he talked about how gender improved and just right now I'm just not seeing it. His matches are just there. Uh, they're not good matches. They're not bad matches. They're just okay matches. His promos are okay. I feel like he's really getting a push because of his look, and that's it. I'll, like I said, though, I'll give SmackDown credit, though. At least they're trying. They're, yeah. they're, they, they're doing a better job. Raw's too predictable. I yeah. don't really ever know what they're going to do with SmackDown. Like, I, never, I can't predict. They are trying and that's the whole Smackdown. thing.
2: That's the whole thing, Chris. Not you, but you can't sit there and, and bitch about Raw. Oh, it's going to be Reigns in this one. Oh, it's going to be Lesnar this one. They don't do anything new. And then SmackDown says, well, fuck it. We're in that spring down period. Let's shake it up a little, throw it up against the wall, and see if something sticks out of it. Mm. Oh, why are they doing this? This is stupid. How blah blah. People can't have it both ways.
0: So, you're predicting uh like Orton to win by DQ or like what's your actual prediction? I think
2: Jinder wins by DQ or it's a no contest.
0: And you don't I, think, th- main I think they're going
2: second match. I I think they are.
0: Uh, so, you think this is going to be the second match on the card?
2: No, I think they're going to have two matches.
0: Oh, oh, well, what 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 match do you think this is going to be on the card?
2: <sighs> Middle. I could see it about
0: 9:30. Okay. All right.
2: 'Cause that's where the first Eddie JBL match was.
0: Okay. Alright, that the leaves middle uh, of the card. That leaves two other matches. I know the other two matches, uh, Nakamura, Ziggler. Uh that'll be a good match. Uh, I could Again. definitely see this being the opener.
2: Um, no, I think it's closing. Really? Yeah.
0: Well well good payday for Ziggler I
2: guess. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think place. it's gonna close. d I, I don't well, I, I well, think they're gonna build to that all night.
0: Well, he is on the poster. So. And
2: I think that's gonna be the trade off. You get through Jinder Orton, you get Nakamura Ziggler.
0: Yeah. And I guess you could have if you wanted to turn Orton uh later, you, you could just have him be like, Oh, I'm not being respected as champion, yeah. blah blah blah. So Yeah,
2: I, I could I could I, I, I think that's gonna close and I think we're both in agreement Nakamura's gonna kick Ziggler's head off. Oh,
0: no, it'll be a good match. Sure. Yeah. Then uh, that um, just leaves us with uh, AJ and Owens. No,
2: two more matches, actually. Corbin, Zane. I think Corbin oh, okay. beat zane hmm And then, yeah, AJ, Owens.
0: AJ, Owens. Just, just, Which, just a regular match comes, for I'm the title? You,
2: I have no clue where they're going with that for the U.S. title.
0: Oh, I think AJ's winning, and that's it.
2: You think AJ is winning?
0: Yeah, I think AJ's winning. I'm not a fan of it because... Uh, uh, you know Owens is—he's trying something new. He's doing yeah, the whole face of America yeah. and that's cool and all. So I wouldn't like it if he lost because that's you're 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 trading the belt around too much. But before they did any of this stuff, like the moment they put AJ in and the match, the moment they put him in a number one contenders match, I knew AJ was was winning
1: because yeah.
0: I, I I know I feel like he's winning for two reasons. One, they got to kill time because they 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 want to do a j versus Nakamura at mania, and so up, to do yeah. so so to do that, you have to keep them apart, and in the meantime you gotta you gotta give a j something else to do, and mm-hmm. so you can just have him be u s champion for a good portion of twenty seventeen and then by the end of the year have him lose it to someone, and then by next year set it up and the second reason I feel a j is beating owens is because Every time they have had an interaction, Owens has always got the better of him, and AJ has not got his heat back at all. And eventually, you, you know, he's going to get his heat back, you know. Yeah, so he, he eliminated them at the Rumble. They had, like, that random match on Raw, like it was a Money in the Bank qualifier, yeah. and Owens beat him. You know, so they had their little their little thing. Like even when Owens got DQ'd at Survivor Series and the in Elimination it was Match. Was
1: AJ? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's always gotten the expense over AJ, and I'm like, at some point, this dude is gonna get humbled in storyline, and AJ's gonna yeah. beat him. So.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. But, but on the bright side, though, if Owens loses, I mean, then you know, if you, if they're still gonna do Money in the Bank for SmackDown. Yeah, in and, the Bank. Yeah. There you go. You could you could give yep. Owens Money in the Bank. You know.
2: Yep. But all right. Well, we'll wrap it up here. And uh, not going to do a show next Friday because I'll be away, but we'll do one Tuesday. We'll recap the pay per view in Raw. All
1: right. All right. Cool. All right. Talk to you later. Yeah, later. All right. Bye.